On this episode of AV Week, we are coming to you from Infocom 2018 in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're joined by Mike Blackman, Dave Labuskus, and so many more talking about Infocom 2018, the experience, and what we've learned this week. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Week, episode 354, recorded Friday, June 8th, 2018. Infocom 2018, part one. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Kramer, AV Beyond the Box, and by Christy Digital. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audio, visual, news, and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host, coming to you from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. As we have done for the good Lord, the last six years, I guess now, uh, we're going to wrap up the week of Infocom 2018 by talking to an awful lot of really smart and cool people. Uh, I am not the, that person. I'm just going to ask them some questions. First and foremost, with me for this segment, our host for this week, Mr. David Labuskis from Avixka. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. And thank you for having us. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Uh, next to him uh, is Bradford Ben, the indispensable industry icon. I am contractually obligated to say that. Yes, you are. Thank you very much, Mr. Albright. <laughs> Absolutely. And actually, our host uh, while we're in Amsterdam, uh, Mr. Mike Blackman from ISC. Welcome, sir. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. And, and Mike bounces around all over the all over the world, really, uh, looking well, at, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 I ask Dave you this every year at this time. You don't know the number. I know that. I have to ask you the number as, as a journalist. But a sense of, of where we're at as far as attendance. No doubt. Biggest show ever in Las Vegas. Um, the, the numbers I know at this point, we, we literally do have people registering still at this time. Okay. Um, so I'm not just being catty. Or, uh, or, or key but you don't you don't get the first you don't you don't get the official numbers until the end of the show though right which is right. you know uh, two hours right. from now so yeah yeah uh, largest number of exhibitors ever largest space wow. ever I know that we passed the uh, registrations for the last Vegas edition days ago so biggest show ever in Vegas All right, very good yeah. Mike uh, one of the things reasons you come here and the other shows is to kind of get ideas and, and trade and, and you feed off of each other uh, what, what are some of the things you're going to take away from, from this week? Well, I mean, firstly, you say about feeding off. Uh, ISC was created by Infocom. Yep. And uh, actually, Jason McGraw was the guy I worked with to create the first ISC. And oh, wow. uh, um, one of the coolest dudes around, yeah. really. You know, I had t times when we were panicking because a couple of his exhibitors jumped ship on the last moment. I think, oh, this is not going to happen. And he said, no, let's do this, let's do that. And so it happened. And uh, so. Um, the ideas we get, we, we come here with my team, my marketing team's here, my sales team's here. Uh, every couple of years we bring the whole team to experience Infocom. And, and that's important, you know, for, so that they actually understand what this business is about elsewhere. But we look to see what Infocom's doing and say, can we use that? Yes, we can. Can we make it better? Maybe. Uh, and then Jason does the same thing back. Yeah. Uh, so this is a continuous evolution of ideas. Uh, and we all benefit, um, but the, you know the other factor as well. And you'll find here it's not just me. There is uh, Max Yarmillo who runs Latin America, Richard Tan who runs Asia. Yep. We're a family of events, and we all gain from you know c the cohesion that we have. 
in trying to make the best AV shows in the world, and we can only do that by sharing ideas. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, Mr. Ben, this is your first <coughs> Infocom in quite a while. Yes, sir. As an end user. Yes, sir. Uh, and just, you know, full disclosure, Bradford is, is, is on our board. You went to from working for Harman, uh, who's one of our, our underwriters, and now you are work for an end user. Correct. So how was your experience for the first time in, in a couple of decades as an end user? Notice I am not wearing a tie. I do notice that, not yes. Not even a button-down if, if you look back at, at previous episodes of this specific uh, week, you have a tie and suit on. And it's always a Star Wars tie. Yes. Uh, to me, it's, it's actually been very surprising to see how much I've not known about uh, because I was so focused on Harmon and audio products. So seeing all the things that have changed has been eye-opening. The other thing that I've noticed is that a lot of people at the show don't know how to deal with an end user, especially a technical end user. I don't oh, wait, wait, hang on for a second because I, I want to hone in on that. One thing that the Avixa team and Infocom team and actually the ISC team has worked really hard on is getting more end users here. The feedback you're giving is that the exhibitors don't still know some of them. It's not just an Infocom thing. It happens at every trade show, but this is my first time experiencing it. Um, Dave and Michael, I have you uh, weigh on, on what you guys are, are the most excited about what happened this week. You know, somebody you met or maybe a, 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 an event you went to. What was your most exciting part of this week? Uh, the awards ceremony. Okay. Um, and uh, I think I think I can can sort of put a couple layers of why I was so excited about yeah. that. One, it was at our center stage, yeah. uh, which was um, second year for that. Yeah, and it really was a center stage. I mean, the the quality of content across the entire show that was there uh, is a gem that uh, I really hope more people find out about and look at for next year. Uh, it was it was astounding. So the the fact that we have this stage in the center of the trade show floor, and yet it has an opportunity to become a place of community uh, was amazing. The fact that it was a place of community is so meaningful to me uh, as an association. Um, the, 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 the exhibitors and the attendees that come together here are a physical manifestation of a marketplace that um, is filled with passion and celebration of experience. And the celebration itself of the individuals that won those awards um, is really, the whole, the whole award program is designed not only to recognize the achievements of those individuals, but to inspire those who follow them. Mm -hmm. And um, in particular this year, one of our winners was Scott Sher, and he wasn't able to be present. And the w way that he delivered his message through his wife uh, if anybody left that ceremony without being touched and without being inspired for the future, uh, I don't understand them. Yeah. It was an amazing. It was an amazing hour. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. What what was one or two things that kind of hit you this week? Well, I, I have to reflect on what Dave says about the center stage, and um, one, it's one of the things that I actually put on my agenda to look at because we're fo we're copying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Borrowing. <laughs> Sorry. You, I, we innovate you know, together. Yeah. Collaborating. <laughs> Collaborating. Collaborative <laughs> space. It's a family. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to be doing the same thing because we see it works. Um, and I wanted to look at that again and see, how, uh, you know, how do we, uh, things that we're going to take from here and, um, you know, put into how we manage it. 
Um, design's going to be different. Of course, our design's going to be better, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you're asking us. Oh, I'm sorry to be here. No, no, please. I mean, you're asking us to pick which of uh, which of our children we love the most. Yes, right? but we all have I favorite mean, children. Uh, <laughs> I don't. It's <laughs> easier for me to walk around here and find stuff. I'm still looking for Hall Seven from February. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> if you okay, hang on. If you've never been to ISE at the Rye, there are now 15 halls, which is what Bradford is referring to. There are several halls to find. <laughs> I must admit, navigation, um, you know, it's easy for me because I spend so much time in that building that you could put a blindfold on, I know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard for me to put myself in the space, in, in your position and say, how do I get from A to B? And uh, I can remember the first time I was asked the question by an exhibitor who'd been with us for about four years, I said, I'm trying to get back to my booth. I'm saying, well, you must know the way. Uh, and you know, so we started really looking at stuff like that and uh, you know we we haven't got it completely right yet we've done a lot of evolution on our signage and changing things to try and make it different but the problem is also when we grow and put another hall on it just the map changes <laughs> it, it so, does tend to do that yes well yeah. th there's also another thing to a little bit of inside pool but from my former manufacturing days the manufacturers also want to stay in the same place so they're findable and that's, yeah, what yes. that's what was requested. But then the spaces around them change and the halls change, so they might not be commingled as well as they well, are Well, and sometimes, Bradford, to that point, sometimes their neighbors change, right? Yes. Because sometimes their neighbors want to move neighborhoods, to continue that, that <laughs> analogy. <laughs> uh, as we wrap up here, Dave, I want to end with you on this. This is your first North American show at, as a VIXA putting on Infocom. Yeah. How has that, that transition gone? It's, uh, I think this show is the beginning of uh, a, a completely new era. The, the energy level that went through here, I mean, from the DJ as you walk through the yes. doors and enter the building to the opening reception that just you know, blew everybody away to, to Tide, to Center Stage, to the, uh, the Innovations Pavilion. And I, I, there's... A trade show is made up of a, a million different little details yeah. that all come together. And people like Mike and Jason, they know and understand all of those details. And they put them together and they come out with a Michelin five-star meal that we call Infocom 18. I am, uh, I am just am filled with anticipation about what Infocom 19 is going to be like. And if we look at anything, about the trajectory that this show is on, it's it's just gonna you know blow Orlando away. All right, very good. I'd like to thank all three of you, Mr. Mike Weapon. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. How do people find you or ISE? Uh, so I am at uh, M Blackman at ISEurope.org or ISE Mike or ISE underscore Mike. ISE underscore Mike. Yeah. Yeah. At Twitter, um, and just Google me. All right. Very good. <laughs> Mr. Ben, how do people find you, sir? I'm going to go with Mr. Blackman's answer. Oh, that's Just fine. Google me. <laughs> All right. Very good. <laughs> and Mr. Labuskas, thank you, sir. At David Labuskas. Right, thank you, sir. So. All right. In our next segment, first up and foremost, uh, the marketing guy here at AV Nation. His name is Matt Scott. How are you, sir? Fantastic. How are you? Awesome. Uh, also next to him is uh, Steve Greenblatt from Control Concepts and also the host of our fabulous State of Control show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How about you? Good, good. And a young man who, first and foremost, is a part of the SEN The Nine. Met him at Digital Signage Expo uh, this year. His name is Emil, and I'm going to ask you to pronounce your last name. 
van de Koevering. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Just be referring to it as Emil. You can Google that. Yeah. Now, uh, here's the thing. So I, I've actually met Emil at, at Digital DSE. Emil is a digital artist, is what I would I would refer to you. Yeah, that, that, that describes it well, yeah. Uh, you're in charge of a lot of the digital signage here in Vegas. Correct. You have an interesting background which we don't have time to go through. No, that's a but, long story. But at one point <laughs> in your life, you were the artistic director of American Idol. Correct, yes. Okay, so you're <laughs> doing um, all this stuff in, in the digital signage realm. What was your experience like coming here to Infocom as somebody from, from the digital signage world and the digital arts world coming here for the, and, and experiencing this? Uh, I, I mean, for, first and foremost, I loved it. Um, one of the things that I like very much when going to trade shows uh, or, or conventions like this is I always kind of am the like the, the in between that that tries to connect the technology with the art and try to come up with some some weird and crazy stuff. Yeah. And I like to kind of be the disruptor in in the whole in the whole gang. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to see all these different different companies and all these different companies that, that we worked with as well. Uh, showing their products and showing their stuff and it's and I always like my brain always goes very creative and like okay how can I connect these things together how can I uh, have these people work together yeah and uh, yeah that's, that's basically it all right, how, how, how I can take all these disparate systems and make them yeah yeah like one like one of the one like I, I did a, a talk as well and one of the main things that I uh, mentioned is that these all these te these technology companies and these, these AV companies uh, when you have a when you're having a boot here, maybe maybe also take a look at each other, and uh, maybe don't treat each other necessarily as competitors or rivals, but just look at each other's technology and not 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 copy or borrow, but work together and partner up, and maybe you can create something very 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 creative that's completely new. Yeah. And and for me, that's the type of things that I'm very excited about. Uh, very cool, Mr. Greenblatt. Uh, not only did you help us out and interview some of our folks, but you also obviously got to r you know, run the show floor. So what are one or two things that, that you're picking out from Infocom this year? So one of the big differences is that last year, at least from my perspective, so I'm keying in on where, where, to, where, where does my company fit in and where, where, where are the trends with regard to control programming. And I was going to say, real, yeah. real quickly, Control Concept is an independent programming house for, for control systems. So last year we talked about no programming required. That yeah. was all over the show floor, not this year. Yeah. A lot more. Do you uh, think it's reverting back because of, of backlash, or why, why do you think that I'm not, not, not sure so much? Backlash, but, but and maybe we just kind of got over that hump, but, okay. but the, there was a, a lot more about APIs this year, which is, means how does a particular piece of software or platform integrate with another particular software or platform. Yeah. Um, we also talked about uh, monitoring a lot more, which I think, of course, is a big conversation, and it's been for a while, but monitoring data and, and really trying to, to now draw conclusions from the usage of, of equipment. And uh, I, I think that the last thing is that we're finally seeing the, uh, the adoption of standardized or mainstream programming languages. And, and I think that a lot of the, the uh, control manufacturers and, and others are moving in that direction. And, and maybe there's pressure from the outside because of it. Uh, but but this is we've been talking about this for a really long time. But yeah. I think finally we're seeing it come to a head. Yeah, actually, Steve just did. I think your last episode that posts sometime in June did uh, an episode just on that on you know more standardized programming languages. So.
um, Mr. Scott. Yes, sir. How are um, you? I, I want to pick your brain a little bit because Matt is uh, is is the host of our residential show, Resi Week, mm -hmm. uh, member of the CDO board. Yep. Residential dealer up in London, Ontario. Infocom, the show, mm. started something new this year called the Integrated Life. They did. Not just a day-long session, but also they had a special area of the show floor that had mm. Integrated Life. You had Google there, you had Amazon, uh, you had Microsoft in, the, in that section. A lot of folks that you and I have seen at Cedia yeah. were on this show floor. Mm -hmm. So as a, a resi, resi dealer, and also you also do commercial as well, but also as a residential dealer, what was your experience going through this You know, from, from both sides? It's always an interesting experience because a lot of the manufacturers that we work with on both sides play both sides. Yeah. They're, they're involved in both industries. The integrated life experience uh, had a lot of really good talks and it focused primarily on the privacy and security side of things, which are a very big deal. And it's something that a lot of your commercial houses are more versed in than the residential dealers. So that was very interesting. The uh, other section on the floor that was a weird one for me because they had a lot of residential products there, but Google was there and mainly showing things like Jamboard. Hmm. Microsoft was there, not really showing anything that was overly, like there was no Cortina, there was not a lot of those things that you'd expect to see. So I think a lot of it is just uh, the, the commercial community realizing, uh, maybe finally, that residential brings a lot of design and aesthetics that occasionally are lacking on the commercial side and they bring that into the environment. And uh, you know, to, to some of the points that were made earlier, we're seeing a lot of that convergence of design and how is this actually gonna work in a space? And for a, lot of, a, a long time, that wasn't so much the focus. It was more focused on the function of these spaces versus the design and the, the aesthetics of the spaces. Hmm. And that's something that they pull, or they seem to be pulling very heavily from residential. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I want to key on something that, that Steve was talking about. He was talking about the <coughs> monitoring and data analytics that we're, we're finally being able to, to pull from, from a lot of these AV equipment. Mm -hmm. Talk for a second about how important that is in, in your job when it comes to you know, either whether it's creating dynamic content based on you know who's in front of your display, or bringing that that analytics back to be, be able to say you know this is who consumed it or this is what they did with with the stuff that you create. Yeah, no, I mean an another very very great point. Like data, data is so powerful. It's everywhere nowadays, and the cool part of of that is that you can use data for almost anything. Um, so you can use that data to, to, to use the analytics and measure measure things. You can measure, you have impression counts, your dwell times, you get all these different things that you use for digital signage, uh, AV in general, and you can use it to improve your product. You can How so? So you can, you can see what works, okay. but maybe even more importantly, you can also see what not works, what fails. And I think as a, as a, as a business, and perhaps as a person as well, everybody needs to be a little bit more comfortable with, with failure as well and see it as part of the part of the process. See it part of the process where you see a hey, what what do the what do the people want? What what does the end user want? And how can we uh, evolve? How can we evolve? And I think uh, with, with what he's mentioning, the APIs, the integrations, the people working together, um, that's happening more and more. And I think that's a that's an, a great thing. Yeah. Well, and at Tide, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to attend it, but they had, one of the presenters was talking about using human analytics yeah. and literally grabbing uh, heartbeat and 
all, all kinds of different sensors in a live event during a, a club or a different environment to pull and you know change things live on the fly based on those analytics and that's something that is really going to progress in in the short term it's going to be fantastic yeah the the, the speaker was talking about the biometrics and bioanalytics yeah, yeah uh, heartbeat and temperature and stuff like that so. mm -hmm. steve if you had a synopsize this week, what, what theme would you give Infocom 18? Yeah. A lot more about experience, of course, and I yeah. think that that was the, you know, the, the main uh, push to, to make that happen. Um, I, I think that there, there's a little bit more of a, a progressive thinking. Um, I, I think that you know, we, we, we are not necessarily only in the AV industry, and we have to be thinking outside of that, and we have to be uh, understanding how we fit into that bigger ecosystem and, and, and letting everybody understand the role that we can play to, to and we should step up. We, yeah. we should uh, t take charge of that and take that responsibility to do, to, uh, to, to show people what we can do to, to be a player and be a partner right. in, in that bigger picture. Matt, Steve says that we're not in the, not only just in the AV industry, so what else are we in? We are in the experience, yeah. and you know, I asked um, Kirsten Nelson about this uh, earlier today, and you know, she said, "It's not that we've never been in that; we just haven't recognized it. We've always been in the experience business. We just have not recognized that, and really understood what that meant." And he's not—he's not wrong. We are in the experience business, and the faster that we recognize that, the faster that we get on board with that, and realize that everything we do affects the people that are there and we want to create the best experience for them possible to make the technology disappear that's when we continue to progress right. i mean as we, as we wrap up here i, I want to kind of pick on you for a little second for a minute no problem um dave Obuskus was on in the first segment and, and he's used what i refer to as an avatar for the last couple of years in talking about people that are don't consider themselves in the AV industry, but Avixa does, right? These are digital artists. These are these are graphic designers who's, who's you know, uh, working for an ad agency or creating digital signage experiences. They see themselves as, they're, they're artists, right? But their canvas is so technology-centric that they're also in the AV industry. So, are you in the AV industry? And if so, when did you, when did you kind of come to that realization? I definitely think that that I'm in the AV industry, and I think I had that realization uh, pretty pretty quickly in the beginning. And I think it's actually what what he said is the other way around: is that we're all in this experience industry, and the AV AV industry is is slowly realizing that 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 is actually what we're all in. It's what we're all. Uh, when we all work together and we'll all work on these these experiences is when we create better technology, better things, better products. Um, and 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 that's again, that's what makes me so excited that that now finally it's becoming more and more uh, normal uh, that hey, we're we're all in this uh, all, all in this together. Yeah, absolutely. All right, gentlemen, that'll wrap us up. Mr. Matt Scott, thank you so much, sir. Thanks for having for me. For everything this week, sir. Well, I'm amazing. <laughs> you are say? pretty amazing. Um, how do people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt D. Scott or Google me. I'm, I'm fairly easy to find. All right, very good. Mr. Greenblatt, sir, thank you. Thank you. How do people find you? Um, well, first, state of control, as you mentioned, and uh, uh, 
Twitter and other social media at Steve Greenblatt and my company Control Concepts at controlconcepts.net. All right, very good. Emil, how do people find you? Um, well, Googling my last name is, might be a little bit difficult. I so can't spell your last name, nor can I say <laughs> it. So. so I would recommend uh, finding me on Twitter uh, at, at Socialer, the company, or at Escapation, uh, my, my own uh, Twitter handle. And especially in this last week, it's been uh, been pretty active. Yeah, <laughs> I'm certain. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you again, you can also check him out on the SCN the Nine. Uh, my name is Tim Albright. Uh, for more information about Aviation, uh, you can go by Aviation.tv. Aviation.tv. You'll find programs like this and a host of others uh, here in the next few weeks. You'll find all of our coverage of Infocom 2018. Uh, also, really quickly before we get out of here, I want to say a special thank you to our coordinator and my den mother this week. Her name is Liz. She's been a fabulous uh, person to, to keep me wrangled. Uh, also, our camera guys, Bill O'Donnell and uh, Brian McKinney, George Tucker, Don Mead, Josh Rago, everybody that's helped out at Matt Scott and Steve Greenblatt, everybody that's been great. So, <laughs> you too. Uh, yeah, he, him <laughs> too. Um, so, uh, yeah, while, while you're at the website, uh, also maybe sh make sure you check out our underwriter section. These are the folks, folks who help us financially, help us go to Infocom and bring you everything from Infocom 2018. So all that and more at avianation.tv, avianation.tv. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of AV Week.